Hallelujah. Wow. What a day. Thank you, Jesus. I want somebody to call your friend to join us at this, at this juncture. Tell somebody to tell somebody to call that friend, to call that parent, to call that relative. Tell them that it is time because the unadulterated word of God is about to come and a life is about to be turned around. A curse is about to be broken. Somebody is about to be set free. Hallelujah. The Bible says that and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The truth it shall set you free. Hallelujah. So I'm happy that the truth is coming to you today and um, that is the reason why I need you to call somebody at this present time you know, to join us in this meeting. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I feel a destiny is about to turn around. You know, there's, there's always a time that God comes through for someone. Um, sometimes it, just, it takes just a second. You know, sometimes it takes, it takes just a moment. And I believe that somebody's moment is today. It may not be everything that will be said in the service, but I am sure that something would come forth out of my mouth because these lips are anointed by the Holy Spirit to speak to you today and I know that something the Holy Spirit knows that you need for a turnaround will come out of this mouth in a moment, in a twinkle of an eye and you'll be shocked your whole destiny will be turned around. Hallelujah. So listen, do somebody a great service by calling them to join this very, very important meeting. Hallelujah. As you know, today is Father's Day and um, we are celebrating fathers and uh, I want to share with you a little about the fathers or why you must honor fathers. Hallelujah. And um, I'm sure that your appetite will be wet and something beautiful will happen to you. Hallelujah. So I want us to I want us to say a word of prayer. I want us to say a word of prayer and um, um I want I want you to join me wherever you are in your halls, in your in your bedrooms, in your kitchen, wherever wherever you are. I want us to pray at this moment. Listen, remember that you are in church. I want you to like this page. I want you to share this page. I want you to comment. Don't be quiet. Hallelujah. Be involved. Amen. So this is not a time for cooking. This is, this is not a time for cooking. This is not a time for eating. It is, it is time for eating spiritual meals. Not um, your fried rice. And um, I'm surprised at you that this early morning you have gone to warm um, granite, granite soup with a cake we don't do that. Okay, it is time for church. So please um, please concentrate on what you are doing. I want us to pray this morning. I want you to pray that God will speak to you in the name of Jesus. I want you to talk to God. 
It is the will of God that he would speak to you. So you are praying what the will of God is. He said that then the, the word of God said, then this is the confidence that we have in him, that whatsoever we ask according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know he hear us whatsoever we ask, then we know we have the petitions that we desired of him. So I want you to pray. It is God's will that he will speak to you. It is his will that he will speak to you. And you are praying this morning that God should speak to you. You are praying the will of God. And I want to assure you that this prayer will be answered. Open your mouth wherever you are and begin to pray. Thank, thank God and, and, and tell God to speak to your life this beautiful morning. In the name of Jesus, as we celebrate fathers, Morosia Kamanenemo and Father Figures in our lives. Maro Kayan Norosianto Nenemekebo Rostianta Nenemekea. Somebody is talking to God. Somebody is talking to God. Somebody is talking to God. Norosia Taban Nenemeke Bakoko Nenemosia Taya. Iboyaban Nenemoko Rosia Tanten Nenemekea. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Talk to God to speak to you. Talk to God to speak to you this beautiful morning. I believe a change is coming. I believe transformation is coming. Tell God, open me up to your word. Open me up to your word. Pray to God and tell him that he should open your eyes. He should open your spirit to the treasures in the word. Open thou my eyes that I may behold oneness in your word, in your law. In the name of Jesus. Somebody, a wave is coming to carry you. A wave of the word. A wave of the word. A revelation may be coming your way today. Today may be your turning point. It may be your reference point. So pray to God. You can receive whatever he's not given you. If God does not open up the scriptures to you, it doesn't matter what you hear. It doesn't matter what you hear. It doesn't matter what you read. You will not have a power. Something that brings transformation. In the name of Jesus. So talk to God. You can only receive what he gives you. You can only see what he opens up to you. So pray that Father open up your word to me. In the name of Jesus. Uncover the gems, uncover the treasures, uncover them. Morostia Tanema today. Remove, remove the covering. Something that you may not have seen in the world all this while. Today, God will cause it to pop up. That is why you are praying the prayers you are praying. Sweet Spirit of God. The Revelator. We call on you to uncover the word. I has not seen or ear heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. But he has revealed them unto us by his spirit. He has revealed them unto us by his spirit. Holy Spirit, reveal the treasures in the word. Reveal them to us in the name of Jesus. We rely on you for revelation. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. I want us to pray again. This time I want us to pray for fathers. I want us to pray for fathers. Any father figure you know, any father you know, I want you to say a word of prayer 
I know there's a blessing in your heart. You would want God to bestow upon them. I want you to open your mouth and pray this morning that God will bless fathers. God has blessed us in this denomination with a wonderful father. His name is Bishop Daki Ward Mills. I want you to also say a prayer for this wonderful amazing gift of God that we have been privileged to have. So open your mouth, pray wherever you are, in your bedrooms, wherever you are, in your halls, with your families, wherever you are, in your, in your church, in, your, in wherever, your office. Those of you who are privileged to be in the studios, I wanted to pray, open your mouth and pray. We lift up, oh God, the fathers you have given us. We will not be here without fathers. A father causes someone to exist. A biological father is responsible for the existence of a son or a daughter. A spiritual father is responsible for the spiritual state of, of someone. I pray in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord God, let your blessing rest upon them. We pray for long life. We pray for prosperity. We pray, Father, for safety. We pray for divine protection. We pray for preservation in the name of Jesus. We pray that you keep them. What can we do without fathers? Are you okay? So yeah, sustain them divinely by your mercies, O God. Grant them wisdom, Father, O God, that we may drink, O God, from their breast. We may drink from them, God, so we will become what you have destined us to be in the name of Jesus. In all their mistakes, your wisdom has directed that they are still instruments in your hands that you use to be a blessing to a generation. Therefore, Father, endow them with blessings, oh God. Preserve them. Sustain them, oh God, Father. Let there be a double steel wall around fathers in the name of Jesus. I pray for help from above. Bring them help to fulfill their missions. Bring them help, God. Give them supernatural help. Some of them have gone, Father. They have done all they know how to do. Yet they haven't gotten there. But Father, today I pray for anyone who occupies the office of a father, of a father of any sort, God, that Father help will come from above for them in the name of Jesus. We bless you, God. We give you praise. In Jesus' precious name, I have prayed. Somebody say amen. Okay, so today is Father's Day and um, I want to take this opportunity and um, singular honor to, to, to wish every father, especially Bishop Daki Ward Mills, I want to wish him a very happy Father's Day. Hallelujah. And I also want to wish my own father, Mr. Emmanuel Ayi, a, a very happy Father's Day. Wonderful gifts that God has blessed me with. Hallelujah. I want to wish our convener, you know, who has also personally been a father, a fathered me um, for years. I became a bishop under his, under his leadership. And um, I want to say happy Father's Day to this wonderful man of God that God has used to be a blessing to my life. Not forgetting my own beloved, beloved friend, uh, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. I love that man too much. 
and um, I want to wish you a very happy Father's Day. Your counsel, your counsels, are, they are amazing. They, they are like they are like words that drop from the lips of God directly. It's just amazing. And God bless you. And um, I want you to know that I love you. Okay. And I want to wish every father, every father, um, a very happy, happy, happy Father's Day. And uh, we celebrate you. You are very important. You are very relevant to our lives. And um, we know we know we cannot ignore you. And today we 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 deliberately celebrate you that your contributions are felt and are seen from above. May God bless you and make you beautiful as God has destined you to be. Somebody say amen. So I want to say this. Before I even tell you what God has placed on my heart. Maybe I mean, I'm sure that even this is part of what God has placed on my heart. So um, I think you should listen. You see, there is a way to honor someone and um, I want to share with you a few revelations on the way to honor someone. Hallelujah. And today we want to we want to also honor our heavenly father. Our heavenly father. He is the first. Without him, we are nowhere. So today we want to say to God, we celebrate you. Happy Father's Day to our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. And um, I want us to honor God today. And I want to show us one way we can honor God. Hallelujah. One way we can honor God. You can honor God um, by attending to the words of God by attending to his words. One of the ways to honor someone is by giving attention to the person's words. Is giving heed. Giving heed to the person's words. We see, we see, you don't need to tell us who you honor. There is something that when I see about you, I know who you honor and I know who you dishonor. One of the clear measures to be able to detect who a person honors is by looking at the person and seeing whose words matter to that person. Whose words are important to you? Whose words? Whose words do you submit to? Whose voice do you listen to? Whose messages are you addicted to? It's a revelation of who you honor. Hallelujah. And um, today, I want us to honor God in that respect. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. The book of Proverbs, chapter number 4. And we'll be reading from verse number 20. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. You didn't type hallelujah, so I didn't see. You are in church. Remember, you are in church. So when I say hallelujah, you should type hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. I'm, I'm looking to see. I'm looking to see if I'll see hallelujah. Eh? Okay. Some of you are trying to respond. Hallelujah. Is it not beautiful? Okay. Yes. Some of you are trying to respond. Try and respond. <laughs> hallelujah. Proverbs 
Oh, I love the word of God. I don't know about you, but I love this word. Proverbs. The book of Proverbs. You need to call somebody at this time to join. Somebody hasn't connected. You need to get the person. I know you have multi-TV, but you should, you should, some should, I should still see you here. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter number four. And um, I'll be reading one verse from there. Verse number 20. This verse I know you know very well. Very important word. It says that, my son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. My son. In other words, my child. Somebody say, okay, me, I'm a daughter. I'm not a son. So I'm not the one that God was talking to. I'm not the one that the Bible is talking to. Listen, this is not about gender. It's not about gender. He's talking about, he's talking about humanity. Hallelujah. He's talking about when humans, yeah. When you say man, it's not like, uh, okay, male as in man. No. He's talking about as, as in human. So, my son, attend to my words. In other words, my son, my child. Okay, when you read other versions, they don't say, it doesn't say son. It says child. Like the New Living Translation says that my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. My child. So whether you are a male or you are a female, the Bible is speaking to you. God is speaking to you through his word. And it says that my child, attend to my words. Attend to my words. Listen carefully to what I say to you. Or listen carefully to my words. Very important. Now, let's jump to Proverbs chapter 7 and verse number 24. Proverbs chapter 7, you know, just two chapters away. Proverbs chapter 7 and verse number 20, number 24. Look at what it says. It says that, Hearken unto me now therefore, O ye children. Hearken to me, ye children. And attend to the words of my mouth. The NLT says that, so listen to me, my sons, and pay attention to my words. You know, so I'm saying that one of the ways to honor, one of the ways to honor is to pay attention to words. If you would honor God, you will respect his word. So some of you, unknowing to you, you have been walking in dishonor towards God. How? Because you are not addicted to his words. You don't read his words. You read novels. Eh? You know the last novel you were reading? You were so excited. You were sharing with, with all your friends. You are addicted to novels. To storybooks. You are not addicted to his words. You go a whole week without opening the word of God to read it. Now you see it shows your honor of God. Or otherwise. It's a revelation of who you honor. Who you give attention to. Or whose words you give attention to. Is a revelation of the honor. Or otherwise. You give to that person. Hallelujah. So when you don't listen to God's word. When you don't yield to God's words. When you don't give attention to what he says. You don't listen to what he's saying. And doing what he's saying. You are showing dishonor to God. You are dishonoring God. Hallelujah. So I know that somebody is changing from today. That from today, you have decided that, listen, 
I am not going to live in dishonor. Look, there's something very important the Bible says eh? in the book of Malachi. <laughs> in the book of Malachi. Well, I'll read that to you later. In the book of Malachi, I'll read that to you later. Let me read it now because I feel that I feel led to read it now. Malachi chapter 1. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you there? Malachi chapter 1. Listen, I'm talking about our heavenly father. Today is Father's Day. We are celebrating Father, fathers. And the first person we celebrate, the first outstanding father in our lives is our heavenly father. Hallelujah. And we need to celebrate. We need to honor our fathers. We need to honor our heavenly father. Hallelujah. He is deserving of our honor. Listen to what the Bible says in Malachi chapter 1. Malachi chapter number 1. Hey, I'm, I'm looking for verse 6, but let me read from verse 5. It says that, And your eyes shall see, and ye shall say, The Lord will be magnified from the, borders, from the border of Israel. Verse 6, listen to Malachi chapter 1, verse 6. It says that, A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If I be a father, if I be a father, where is my honor? If I be a father, is God your heavenly father? Jesus Christ taught us to pray. He says that after this manner pray, he says that our father which art in heaven, God is our father. If you are born again, Holy Ghost filled, tongue talking, you are a child of God. Hallelujah. You are a child of God. And therefore, God is your father. And God is saying that a son honoreth his father. The job of a son is to honor his father. So if I be your father, where is my honor? How can you say I'm your father? And no honor is coming from you. Then who are you? Maybe you are a bastard and not a son. I know somebody's life is changing. Hey, this, this word is power. <laughs> hey, if I be a father, where is my honor? A son unreth his father. A son unreth his father. What a son does is that he honors his father. My goodness. The Lord of heaven's army say to the priest, a son honors his father and a servant respects his master. If I am your father and master, where is the honor and respect I deserve? <laughs> you have shown me contempt for my name. God was rebuking them. If I be a father, anyone who occupies the position of a father is deserving of honor. If I be a father, where is the honor I deserve? Hey, this is what the NLT is saying. If I am your father and master, where is the honor and respect I deserve? It means that everyone who occupies the position of a father is deserving of honor and respect. Hallelujah. Honor and respect. That is why today you must do what you haven't done before. <laughs> Hallelujah. You must do what you have not done before by honoring a father. Listen, it doesn't matter the color of the husband, of, of, the, of the father. You must honor 
you must honor the father. Hallelujah. I know some homes that they, are, they don't have a, a, a living father or a father who is alive. But I know of a brother in the family who plays the role of a father. Because that brother took all his sisters and brothers to school and paid their school fees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they have become professionals. They have jobs. Do you get it? You can't you can deny him that. He has played the role of a father. And anyone who occupies that seat, listen to what God said. If I am your father and master, where is the honor and respect I deserve? I deserve honor and respect from you, a child. Where is it? Don't disrespect me. I don't deserve disrespect from you if I am a father to you. I don't deserve disrespect. I deserve honor and respect. <laughs> Not dishonor and disrespect. So don't show me God dishonor and disrespect. Don't do that. Hallelujah. And the, one of the ways to show honor and respect is to heed to the words of the person. You follow his words. You obey his words. It shows that you honor the person. Anybody you disobey, you dishonor the person. Oh, pastor, that is not my intention. That is, you see, you don't need to have that intention. The, the road to hell was, not, was paved with good intentions. The road that led to hell eh, was paved with good intentions, but it didn't change the destination. It still led to hell. The damage was caused. Do you understand? So don't say that that was not your intention. It is not about whether it's your intention. It is the effect of what you are doing. Hallelujah. So stop the disobedience. If we honor God, we will obey him. We will obey him. Can you hear what I am saying? Yes. You pay attention. You honor your father by paying attention to his words. What are the words of the father? Today I'm going to mix them. So please listen carefully and grab something for your life. Because something is about to change in your life forever. Ephesians chapter, chapter 6. You know the scripture also. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 1. From verse 1 to verse number 3. Ephesians chapter number 6. And I'm reading from verse number one. Okay? It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Remember that the scriptures, mm, the Bible says that for the prophecy was not, did not come by the will of men. Eh? But holy men of God speak. You know holy men of God. They speak as they were moved. Uh, moved by the Holy Spirit. Are you here? Mm. Moved by the Holy Spirit. For the, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of God, but holy men of God speak, but holy, holy men of God speak, 
as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Can you hear what I'm saying? Can you hear 2 Peter chapter 1, chapter, chapter 1, the last two verses of chapter 1. It says that, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. <laughs> Above all, you must realize that no prophecy in scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding. Okay? Verse 21, it says that, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Or from human initiative. No, those prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit and they, sp and they spoke from God. Why am I giving you the scripture? I'm telling you this because you can easily say, because one day a lady told me, a lady looked at my face. Feedback. A lady looked at, a a lady looked at my face and she told me, she told me that Proverbs 31 is somebody's opinion. I don't have to attain to that. I'm a, I don't need to aspire to attain. That is somebody's opinion. Me too, I have my opinion. So they see it. You know. So this revealed the, the canality or the unspiritual state of that of, of, of women who think like that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm reading this to you to know. Eh, for you to understand that no prophecy knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture eh, came by any private interpretation. The scriptures were not written by people's, it's, the scriptures are not, are not representatives of people's opinion, personal opinion. No. No. So Proverbs 31, it is not somebody's opinion. It is what the Spirit of God moved somebody to write. Yeah. The person didn't write from his own will. Hallelujah. Are you here or you have decided to go home? For the prophecy came not in all time by the will of man. It didn't come by the will of man. So anything that is written in the word did not come because of the will of that man who wrote it or that woman who wrote it or whoever wrote it. But what? But holy men of God speak. They speak as a result of being influenced, being moved by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit moved them and then they spoke from God. Hallelujah. So view or see these scriptures as, as what God is saying to you, not what Paul is saying or Peter is saying or Luke is saying or Matthew is saying or whoever is saying or, 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 or James is saying or, or David is saying or Solomon is saying. View it as something that God is saying to you because that is what it is. That is what it is. Hallelujah. So when the Bible says that, children, Obey your parent in the Lord. For this is right. Don't say it is Paul's opinion. It is not Paul's opinion. 
it is, it is a word from God. Because they speak as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. They speak, they spoke from God as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You see, I see it to be, to be quite a hypocritical analysis or behavior of people. Because when the word says something that favors them or conveniences them or falls in pleasant places for them, they embrace it as the word of God. But the ones that do not favor them too much, you, you get it? Then they begin to bring up things like, it is an opinion of whatever Paul. These are not the words of Jesus. So it's the words of Jesus. We must, we must not obey these ones. Look, it is a very hypocritical interpretation or view of the scriptures. And today that thing must end. So Paul is speaking from God. That children obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Obey them. Then verse 2 says, honor your father and your mother. Which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee that thou mayest live long. So you see that the first one says obey. The second one says honor. So you see obeying and honoring can be used interchangeably. If you, if you obey somebody, you honor the person. If you honor the person, you obey the person. So obedience to somebody or yielding to somebody's word or giving attention to somebody's words. Eh, it's a revelation of the honor you give the person. So if you decide what has God said and you decide that, look, I am going to embrace, give attention to, I am going to yield to, I'm going to take heed to what God has said. I'm going to walk in what God has said. When you do that, you are honoring God. You are honoring God. <laughs> you dishonor God when you now start answering back. And giving a thousand and one reasons why what God is saying you will not do or you should not do it. It is dishonor. Let me show you another one. Let me show you another one. In Titus, in Titus chapter 2, verse 9. Hey, listen, I'm talking to somebody. I am talking to somebody today. And your destiny is dependent on what I'm saying. Hey, <laughs> you are wondering why your business is not flourishing. You are wondering why. And, and, and the way you are religious even with church services. People are wondering why your life is going the way they are going. You see, listen, it is, it is what you break that breaks you. It is the scripture you break that breaks you. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what you have in broken. Yeah, what do you have? Like some of you, you, there are some things you do. There are other things you don't do. The scripture you break will break you. Hallelujah. Am I saying it hard enough for you to understand? Titus. Let me show you another one. Titus 2 9. Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2 has three chapters. Chapter 2. And then. Read from verse what? Verse 9. Listen to verse 9. It says that, Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters, and to please them well in all things. 
not answering back or not answering again. Let me look at what the NLT says. Slaves must always obey their masters and do their best to please them. They must not talk back. <laughs> they must not talk back. Because some of us, when we hear the word of God, we speak back. We are playing table tennis. Do you know table tennis? Have you seen people playing table tennis? One stands on the one side of the table and the other one stands on the other side. And you take the ball. When you hit the ball and it goes to the other side, then the person also hits it back. You know, then you hit it back. Then the person hits it. And you see, so, so some of you, you are playing table tennis with God. You are playing. When God plays the ball, instead of receiving the ball, you play it back to him. Then he plays it. Listen, it doesn't bring a blessing. Answering back is not honoring. It's not honoring. Don't answer back. When God says that this is the way, this is what I want you to do, your honor and respect for God is that you embrace it and do what he says. That's a way of honoring him. Today's Father's Day. We are celebrating fathers. We are, we are, we are honoring fathers. And God is the number one father. And we are honoring God. And I'm showing you, how do I honor God? How do I honor God? <laughs> is it just bringing offering? Is that the only way I can honor God? Yeah, because some of you, you do everything, you see, you do everything wrong except giving offering. <laughs> yeah, because we feel that sometimes we can give our way out. Hey, maybe it is Ghana police, some of Ghana police, or some other officers that you can pay your way out. Not God. Not God. That's why I'm saying that. The scripture, no, you see, I'm not saying this thing to despise the police, but some, some look, I know some police, like Mr. Harry Owusu at La, the La, La, uh, uh, the police station at La. Good I mean, amazing. Recently, there's a case I took to him, and, and I was amazed at this man. Yeah. It's, a, it's Chief Inspector. Chief Inspector Harry Owusu. Harry Owusu at La. Great man. It's one of the few policemen I've seen very honest to the core, at least by my experience. I don't know by my experience. Honest to the core. Hallelujah. So there are some of them, they are fine. Hallelujah. But there are some of them too, I mean, that are also not uh, uh, fine. They are not fine. Hallelujah. Yes, they are not fine. <laughs> I don't want to tell you something. You, you let me continue with my preaching because I'm trying to answer what some of you are thinking. Let me continue with that. So, so some people like that. So I'm saying that you cannot pay your way out when it comes to God. You do everything wrong and then you bring offering then everything is cancelled. No. The offering you will bring, there's a blessing it will bring to you. But those things that you have broken, they also will break you in a way. Do you understand? So, so, so some parts of your life it, are looking well. Some parts also are looking crooked and unfortunate. Because what you break, the law you break will break you. I didn't, I didn't feel you heard me. I said, what you break, the scripture you break, that scripture will break you too. It will break you. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible said all things work together, not some, all, all of them. They come together. You want to have a, a holistic, complete 
well-being, things come together. Not only giving of offering. Yes. Other things are also done. That makes you holistic in your well-being. Hallelujah. And one of them is that you don't answer back. You don't answer again. You don't answer back. When God's word is spoken to you, don't answer back. Yeah. Why don't you, why shouldn't you answer back? Because the Bible says that the ways of God are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. As the heavens are far above the earth, so far are his ways from our ways and his thoughts from our thoughts. <laughs> you don't come anywhere. I don't know what opinion you want to express contrary to what God has said. But I want you to understand that your thoughts and your intelligence does not come anywhere close to the foolishness of God. Excuse me to say. It doesn't come anywhere close. That is why I said, don't answer back. Do not answer back. Listen or listen to what I'm telling you. Don't answer back. Hey. Don't answer back. It's dishonorable to God to put question marks on what he tells you. Hallelujah. I'm talking about, it's Father's Day. I'm talking about fathers. And I'm talking about our heavenly father. Our Heavenly Father. Let me spend some time and, and, and center on it because all the time when we are talking about fathers, they will talk about oh, our biological father, our spiritual father, and all that. They are all very important. Today, give me, give me this, give me this time. You know, let, let, let me center a bit on this man from, from, from whom every other kind of father emanates. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Obey him. Obey him. Obey him. Some of you are very quiet on the page. Some of you are very, very quiet on the page. I'm not enjoying that. You, you must respond. <laughs> because I'm preaching a very powerful word. This is very powerful. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's, it's a life transforming word. Don't answer back. You have too many questions. You have, you have too many things you say back. When God's word is, is told you. Hallelujah. And, and the last thing I want to say with respect to this is that you don't, you see, you don't honor God by attending to obeying major instructions from him. <laughs> you obey all, not major. And not major instructions. Some of us, little, little instructions, we ignore it all. This is like, oh, no, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. Do you remember, G, would you remember the first miracle that Jesus did in the book of John chapter 2. When Jesus went to the marriage ceremony and their wine got finished, the mother of Jesus came to Jesus and said that, hey, their wine is finished. And Jesus said that, look, my time hasn't come. What have I got to do with this? Then the mother of Jesus turned away from Jesus to the servants and told them, I don't know if you're a servant. If you are not a servant, ignore what. If you are not a servant of God, do you understand? And who told you that servants of God are only pastors? Eh? Was David a pastor or a, a president? Eh? Was Abraham a pastor? Was Job a pastor? But were they not servants of God? So who told you that servants of God are only pastors? 
So uh, just as I started the thing, you have deleted yourself from what I'm, I'm about to say. Why, why do you do that? I don't know why your mind is working like that. Please repent immediately. Say sorry to God. I'm waiting. For, say sorry to God. Uh-huh. Now let's continue. Be serious. Okay. It says that servant Mary, the mother of Jesus, turned to the servant and said, servant. So I'm telling you, if you're a servant of God, I'm a servant. It says that whatever he tells you to do, do it. <laughs> hey, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. it. She didn't say whatsoever major things or main things. You see, look, when he's giving the instruction, look for the main ones, you know, categorize the main ones and follow that. You may decide whether or not to do the minor, small, small ones. He said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Do it. That's the way to honor. You don't honor by obeying major instructions and ignoring minor instructions. It may shock you that small things, eh, they have ability to make big differences. Big differences. Yeah. Big! Hallelujah. So we honor God by what? We honor God by obeying whatever he tells us. Whatever he tells us. We honor him by obeying them. Hallelujah. 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 So, so what is God telling us? Today is Father's Day. What is the Heavenly Father telling us? What has he instructed us to do? Father's Day. A day we have set aside to honor fathers. What has God tell us to do? You see, by doing what God has told you to do or has instructed you to do with regards to fathers, when you do it, you honor God. It's not that, you see, as you are honoring the father, you are not honoring the father for the father, for the father's sake. You are honoring God by honoring the father. Yeah. So you see, that, that, that gesture of honor you are doing to a father figure is actually, you know, so you see, you are, you are using one stone to kill two birds. You are honoring the father your biological father or any father, any father in the in the in the anyone in the father in the in the father in the father's seat, or any father figure, or your pastor, your bishop, your founder, your overseer, your shepherd, whoever occupies that seat, you honor the person and you honor God by doing one thing. By going to honor him, you are you are honoring the person. Okay, and then you are obeying God at the same time as you honor the person. So you are using one stone, and that one stone is getting to two beds. And what does it mean? When you throw one stone and get two beds, don't you have double, double meat? Would, wouldn't your meat be double? Your meat will be double. Yes. You have four legs now. Yeah, you are when you when you boil it. I don't know how you like your meat, whether you like it boiled or fried or, or grilled. But however you like it, is instead of taking two, now you have four. Yeah, I don't know those of you who like the wings. <laughs> but the wings, you won't get just two wings, you'll get four wings. 
Yeah, and I know there are some people when we were growing up, some people they specialized in the head of the of the fowl. They just like the head of the fowl, the, the head with the neck of the fowl. Yeah. I know there are some people who also enjoy the head of the bed. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now you have two to double. Double. Yeah. By obeying one word, you have double reward. For obeying one word. I know I'm blessing somebody here. Hey, Kosi Ataya. Yeah, Jemima say, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Jemima. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, look, I'm enjoying. I think I'm more happier. I'm happier than you eh, with what I'm sharing. I'm so happy. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Not the major things. All. Anything he tells you to do, do it. Anything he tells you, do it. So let's quickly look at a few of the things that God wants us to do with regards to our fathers. Hallelujah. What does he want you to do? Ephesians chapter 6, 1 to 3. Honor your, obey your parents in the Lord. Hmm? Obey your parents in the Lord. Number one, okay, honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. That's number two. Honor your father and your mother. Which is the first commandment with promise. Honor them. That is why today, today Father's Day, we are bringing honor to anybody who occupies a father's seat. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Your placement in life where you, where you will arrive at. I even dare say that where you are now is a function eh, is a function of how you treat the secrets that God gives to you. The revelations he gives to you. His word that he gives to you. You see, it influences the place you occupy. It influences where you eventually get to. Do you understand? Your obedience or otherwise determines your level. It determines your placement. It determines where you will be in life. That's what I mean. That the secrets of God, eh, you see, it's, it's, they are fun, or it's a function of your placement where you are. Where you are placed in life. Hallelujah. Are you here or you don't like what I am telling you? Yeah. Today there are many believers that it is not well with them. It is not well with them. It is not well with their business. It is not well. You can't you look at them. You can you enter their homes. And it is not well with them. Hey. Today, this morning, I was having my quiet time and God said something. I'm waiting to share that with you on, on later day. But the thing is too much in my heart. I don't know. I can't keep it. Hey, I was shocked to see it. It says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And it says when you enter a home, eh, you can tell whether the spirit of God is there or not by the, by the, by the level of liberty in that house. <laughs> I was shocked. It said when you enter the house, you are a man, you enter there, you say everybody is running like rats. Rats that have seen light. Or cockroaches that I've seen, they have put on the light. Everybody's running for their lives to hide. 
There is no liberty in the house. The spiritual rules and governs in that house is not the spirit of God. No. Where the spirit of God is, there is liberty. I, I just jumped. <laughs> hey, then I asked myself, is the spirit of God in my house? <laughs> That's what I asked myself. Your wife can't talk. Can't, she can't say anything. She dares not say anything. Yeah. You are the only dictator in the house. There's no liberty in the house. That spirit is not from God. It's from Satan. Evil spirits are ruling in your house. Don't worry. We'll talk about it later. But I said this morning, my quiet time, my quiet time, it shook me. Yeah, so I'm going to do a lot of examinations when I finish and I correct myself. Then I'll come and share it with you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Okay, what was I telling you before this revelation came? That it is not well with a lot of believers. Yeah. There are a lot of believers that it's not well with them. It's not well with them. It's not well with their business. It's not well with their life. We go to their houses. You enter their homes. You can see that it's not well with them. Yeah. Some of the people, when you enter their, their houses, you can smell tension. Tension. Yeah. When you enter, you open the door. The air that comes from inside the room. Hey, it may be air conditioned room and outside may be very hot. But you see, even the cool breeze that comes from the room, eh, that cool breeze, oh, it, you smell tension in the house. Yeah. So it's just a house, it's not a home. And people are there because they don't have alternatives. <laughs> yes, they don't have any choice. So it's like, Charlie, if I move out, if I have my way, I'll move out. But if I move, I don't have anywhere I'm going, so let me stay. Yeah. So they are being there. It's not because they want to stay. It's because they don't have any other thing. If they had the choice, they won't be there. Tension. It is not well with them. Could it be because of the scripture? Honor your father and your mother. That it may be well with you. It may be well with you. You think that being well is only having money. No. Hey. No, 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 no. I know somebody who had money. But it wasn't well with the person. Had money. Bought houses in America. Bought houses in Dubai. Bought houses in London. Bought houses in Nigeria. Bought houses in Ghana. Bought houses different, different places. He sold every single house. Every single house to cure cancer. Everyone. Except one. And the only reason why he didn't sell that one was because he couldn't find the documents to the house. Yes. Yes. So, it's been well with you. It's not only money. It's not only having money in your pocket or money in your bank account. No, 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 no. That is not the only thing. You see, it, it, is, it is even well-being. Your body is sound. It can be, it can be a blessing. Yeah. He had money, but it was not well with him. He had money. He had houses, but it was not well with him. It wasn't well with him. His body was struck with cancer. And he traveled everywhere. Everywhere. Every, everything he has worked for. Every dime he has worked for. Investments. Houses. Whatever. Sold everything. To cure cancer. The cancer didn't cure. He died from that very cancer. It is not well with a lot of believers. 
could it be because of the scripture? Honor your father and your mother. Honor your father. Honor your father. Uh, I, I tell you, I'm blessing somebody. I know I'm blessing somebody. Yeah, if you're one of them, you should type amen. Yeah, I know I'm blessing somebody. I tell you, the thing is coming from my heart. Could it be because of this scripture? Hey, <laughs> your well-being, your well-being is dependent on the way you relate with fathers. Yeah. The way you relate with them tells of your well-being. Yeah. Can you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The way. Yeah. Sivanos, what I'm saying is, is true. Yeah, you have typed amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your well-being, eh? the way you relate with fathers, today is Father's Day. It's not Mother's Day, it's Father's Day. The way you relate with fathers determines your well-being. Your well-being. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some of you, you have been paying your title. You pay your tithe faithful. When I finish, I'm coming to take offering. You will, you will give offering faithfully. Hey. <laughs> and still, it is not well with you. And you wonder why. It is because, it is because major covenants are out of place in your life. Major covenant, like honoring fathers, is out of place in your life. I feel I'm hitting on the head of the nail. Yeah, you are questioning God. You, in fact, now you don't even believe in tithing again. But listen, all things work together for good. It's not one thing. Oh, tithe is everything. No! Tithe is one of the many instructions that God has given. Often is one of the many instructions he has given. If you obey just that, like I said, somebody has, I don't know how his money came, but I'm sure. I don't think it's, it's not every money that somebody has that is from a bad source. It's not true. Yeah, it could come from a, because this guy is a very hardworking guy. Very hardworking guy. Was not working just in Ghana, but working different parts of the world. Very hardworking guy. You get it? And make money. And everywhere he went, he bought estate houses. Bought them. You got it? I'm sure he must be a tither. Something, I don't know. I don't know for a fact, but um, maybe. <laughs> yeah. When major covenants are out of course in your life, it doesn't matter how, how, much, how much of a tither you are or how much an offering giver you are. It will not be well with you. Believe the Bible, Honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you. That it may be well with you. It may be well with you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Me, unless I don't hear that there's something my father needs. If I don't hear, fine. But I don't. As far as I know, what I know he would need. Hey. Today I called him. I said, Daddy, happy Father's Day. You have done well. Hey, you have done well for us. Hey, hey, you have done well for us. Look, if somebody doesn't like you, don't ask. Not ask. 
Yeah, you are a gift to us. You, when God looked at us, he looked at a gift we deserved and then he gave you to us. <laughs> yeah. The way you are, we love you like that. Yes. Others may not like you, but we like you like that. Do you know what he said? He said, that's right. That's right. I said, that's my papa. That's my papa. <laughs> I didn't tell him that, but I was saying in my head, he said, hey, that's my father. He said, he was, he said that's right. Said, that's right. It's like my son is speaking. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Listen. I don't look at, you see, I'm not interested in the mistakes of my father. I'm not. I tell you, I'm not. Sometimes when I go and um, recently wasn't feeling well and I went, as I was talking to him, somebody was standing at, the, at his blind side and was trying to give me signal of something that the person didn't like that my father was I just looked at and then I just I looked at the person and turned my face. <laughs> I just turned my face. I am not interested though in his mistakes. I have a responsibility. Yes. I have a responsibility. That is why I'll be there. I'll be there. My father will call me on my phone. He said, My son, come and pray for me. Come, come and pray for me. I said, Daddy, I'm coming. It's an honor. He said, come and pray with me. Come and pray. I'll sit in my car. Try there. Yeah. That's how I led him to Christ. That's how I led him to Christ. He called me. He said, come and pray. I didn't say, I'm coming. He said, come and Something made, you see, there's something he has seen. He called me. I'm not the only pastor in my family. Come and pray. I said, Daddy, please say this after me. Heavenly Father. He said, Heavenly Father. <laughs> I said, say this. Then he would say, he prayed. And I laid my hands on him. And I prayed for him. Hey, he was happy. Every now and then he makes reference to that. He said, I call you to come and pray for me. Yeah. I said, yes, I remember. Are you understanding? Yeah. I'm not interested in it. Let me go on quickly because my time is running out. I need to tell you something in the next five minutes before I, I put on the microphone. Hallelujah. Are you there or you have gone? Yeah. Listen. Let's know from today that it is our job. Our job to honor our fathers. Do you understand? <laughs> it's our job. Your job. My job to honor fathers whoever they are. Don't turn your backs on them. Listen, I always say this, that look, somebody recently was telling me the, the tree version of this thing that I was saying. I never knew there was a tree version. And he says that, Obi, how? It means that if somebody, somebody helps you, the person has worried you. Why is it, why, why the worry? The person was trying to, was trying to um, explain what I said. Because what I said was that, you see, when you receive help, know that you have been given a responsibility. Any help you receive comes with a responsibility. Yeah. You can't receive help and be irresponsible. Yeah. So somebody gives you help. The person has placed a responsibility on your shoulder. That, that is the, the wahao. He has worried you. <laughs> 
if he helps you, he has worried you. The worrying is the responsibility that is placed on your shoulders by reason of the help you have received. Yeah. And, and that must influence how you behave. It is not by choice. You must. It's, it's a responsibility placed on you. You don't just behave anyhow. Hallelujah. I can't just behave anyhow towards Bishop Dag. God forbid. No. No. Hey. God help me. How, how is my mouth able to even utter this? Misbehave towards Bishop Dag. No. How? Yeah. He cannot make mistakes enough for me to disobey him, to, to disregard him, or to dishonor him. No. It's my choice. Bishop, that cannot. He cannot offend me enough. Like, enough is enough. This nonsense must stop. I'm, and I'm going. No, no. The, the day I would behave like that, I should die the day, the, the day before that day. Yeah. Never in my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> hey. The help I've received from this man. The help. I'm invited all over the world because of this man. Yesterday, yesterday, three days ago, somebody called me and said, oh, just before the lockdown, we wanted you to come to Australasia or Australasia or something, Australia, Asia. Australia is part of Asia. <laughs> yeah. They said, come and talk. They are 12 hours ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's getting to midnight there. Yeah, it's 10, almost 11 a.m. here. It's 11 p.m. there. 12 hours. And so we were invited. Because of what? Because they knew me to be what? Shilly. Yeah, because of my father. One day I went to South Africa. I was invited to South Africa. To about four cities in South Africa. As I was going around. The hotels that they put me in. Then I asked the guy, Why? This room is good. He said, no, 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 no. He said, when we come to Ghana, your, your father treats us like kings. We cannot treat you anyhow when you come here. So he must tell you that the treatment you are receiving is not because of a special anointing that came on your head from above. It is because of the father you have. Your father. Your father. Yeah. Anna, Anna. I, I enjoyed Anna. From city to city. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Because of my father. How do I get up tomorrow? And forget all this enjoyment I have had. And where it has brought me to life. And say that because of a mistake he had done. I'm turning my back on him. God forbid. God forbid. God help me. God forbid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When it's getting nicer then it's getting finished. Hi, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? I tell you, I can be here for 10 hours and you will not be bored. My goodness. I've not gotten anywhere. Hey. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you this last thing and then we'll go. You cannot change your father. Let me say it again. You cannot change your father. It's too late. It's too late. You can't change your father. You cannot change your father. It is too late. Did you hear that? And you cannot stop honoring him. 
Because God says that I would dishonor you if you do that. You want to change your father so that he will behave in a way that would make it conducive for you to honor him. Do you understand? You want to change him. You know, I don't like this alcohol that you drink. You have been drinking and I've been telling you and all. You say, you know, I will not give you money. If I give you money, you are going to use to drink alcohol. So be hungry and die. I won't give you money. You can't change your father. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. You can't change him into a state where to be conducive to honor him. Hey, no matter the state he is, honor him like that. Honor him like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It may be funny towards you. It doesn't matter. You, what you are supposed to do, do it. Leave the rest to God. <laughs> Just leave the rest. Make sure that you do your responsibility. Because that's your job. That's our job. Our job is to honor fathers. Yeah. Sometimes it amazes me how somebody like Bishop Doug look at the, the volume of work and assignment, responsibility on him. Yet he can come down eh, and make one person still have a touch and a feel of his love, best love. I said, how do you do it? How do you do it? Yeah. How do you do it? It's amazing. It's amazing. You don't dishonor such a person. You don't. The job that God has given Bishop Doug. Hey. Listen. Even in his mistake, God should help me. Even in his mistake. Because I wonder how he will not even make a mistake. Look at the volume of work he has been given. Look at the volume of work. Look at the responsibility on his shoulders. And there are some people who get offended because others have been delegated to do something. Because definitely you know that one man, how can, how can Bishop Doug be here preaching to you at the same time? Do you know what he's doing at this time? Do you know what is on his shoulders, what he's doing at this time? Sometimes until the time that he's mounting the stage and to preach. <laughs> Do you know what is on his shoulders? Definitely people he has assigned may make one or two mistakes. And you must create space for that. Yeah. Create space for that. Create space for that. Look at how heavily God used Noah. Heavily. Look at how God used him. Yeah. But there was a moment where he was drunk in his tent. Yeah. Create room for that. If you can't tolerate that thing, you will bring a curse on your life. That's what happened to him. He couldn't believe. My, my father should be perfect to the core. No. It doesn't happen. You must create space and place for mistakes. It happens. It happens. Yeah. But when it happens, like the like Japheth and Shem, they took cloth, eh, covering cloth. When, when Ham came to tell them, come and look at my father. Come and look at our father. <laughs> He's lying there naked. <laughs> our father is powerful. Come and look at him. And the Bible said that they took they took covering cloth 
And they went backwards because they did not want to get, they did not want to see the nakedness of their father. They don't want to see it. You have turned yourself into a broadcasting station. You are ready to receive any bad news about any man of God, about any father. Yeah. Look at the proper children. They were not interested in knowing the mistake. They were not interested. We don't want to know. We don't want to see the nakedness of our father. We are not interested. Yeah. And rather, they went and covered it. There are some mistakes of your father, pastor, you must not want to hear. <laughs> you mustn't want to hear. Yeah. We don't want to see it. Though. We will not see it. We will not look at it. They had the privilege of looking at it. They said, no, we will not. It's our personal choice. We will not look at it. Yeah. You have the privilege of hearing this. Hearing this about this man of God. Hearing about this man of God's family. Hearing this about this. Hearing this. And then you are just going and say, what did they say? Then you are Google. You want, to, you, want, you want to go on the net to see quickly. Hey! It's not everything you are supposed to hear. It's not good for you. Proper children. They said, no. We will not see our father's nakedness. I won't see it. And they turned their backs. And they went and covered the nakedness of their father. They never saw the nakedness of their father. Today, they are the blessed ones. Hallelujah. Can you hear what I'm saying? Can you hear what I'm saying? Today's Father's Day. Let's honor fathers. As we honor fathers, we are honoring God. Hallelujah. Hey, may you not be broken by the things you break. Oh. Yeah. You must respond to covenant you must respond to covenant demands. Covenant demands. Covenant demands. Stop being a judge. You can't change your father. It is too late. You only have to honor him. Just honor him. That is it. Leave the rest to God. Eh? Okay, respond to covenant demands. This is a covenant demand. Yeah. Honor them. Honor them. Hey. Keboyan. <laughs> He said that, that it may be well with me that thou mayest live long. Do you know what that statement contains? That you may live long. Do you know what it contains? Hey. Do you think it's everybody who gets involved in an accident and dies? No. No. I know, I know some people, like they were the only ones in a bus who had an accident, who died. Only ones. Everybody else was alive. They, they were the only ones who died. Could it, could it be because of this? <laughs> yeah. Could it be just because of this? Do you remember, do you remember Jonah? I'm sure you remember Jonah. Yeah. God sent him to Tarshish. Is it Tarshish? To go and preach. Yes. Nenevi. Nenevi to go and preach. Then he diverted. He sat in a boat to somewhere else. Yeah. As he was going. He was not the only one on board. Plenty of people were on board. But the, the boat began to experience turbulence. Eh? Storm. And they realized that, no, they were going to die. Hey, I am sure that if somebody would have died, it would be, it would be Jonah. <laughs> not everybody. Yeah. 
His presence is discerning of God has located him on that ship. Yeah. Then he, they caught him and threw him out and then everything was calm. <laughs> so a, a, when you are boarding bus, you should be careful. It could be that uh, there's, there's a cursed person on board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should be careful. <laughs> you be careful. Those, those of you also give lifts to people. Yeah. Gift lift to people like that. You should be careful. <laughs> One ahead of a certain man of God who went to a, a country, was invited to a country, and then they sent somebody to pick him from the airport. When the guy picked him, in the course of their conversation, he asked the guy, are you a tither? Do you, are you, do you always pay your tithe? The guy said, oh, sometimes. Sometimes, most of the time, I mean, I pay my tithe. Then the man of God said, can you, can you, can you go up the road, park here, I want to do something. Can you park? Can you park? He said, oh, I, I mean, park, park. And the guy parked. He said, call your pastor for me. When they called the pastor, he said, look, I cannot drive with this guy. I can easily die. This guy is not a tighter. Yeah, this guy was walking in a curse. I will allow a cursed person to drive me. No, no. Yeah, if, if a tighter will not come and pick me, I'm not coming with this guy. Yeah. Is someone in this country? He said, he never went. Another person was sent to come and pick him. Yeah. <laughs> he understands this. Yeah, he understands this. Hallelujah. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? So you see, that you may live long, there are things that can chase you, but they can't kill you. They can't kill you. Do you understand? Do you know why? Because you are on a covenant wavelength. <laughs> you are on a covenant wavelength. So when they rise up to cut you off, something rises up supernaturally to break that thing down. Because that thou mayest live long when you have when you have fulfilled this covenant. Heaven is under obligation to ensure that you live long. Yes. Everything is under obligation. <laughs> are, you, are you understanding what I am saying? Hallelujah. I don't know. Time will fail me to tell you of Noah, uh, to tell you of Jacob and Esau. Time will fail me. Hey. Uh, time will fill me to tell you. Blessed, there's something in parental blessing. There is something in parental blessing. There's something in it. It's uncomparable to anything else. There's something in parental blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here? God bless you. You know, so Anna, it is honoring of Isaac that has brought the state of Israel where it is today. Yeah. Israel there is actually Jacob. The name of Jacob was changed from Jacob to Israel. Listen to me. Let me say this. Let me say this and close. I have too much to say, but let me say this and close. Listen. You may have been destined to fail. Yeah. You may have been. Look at Jacob from the womb. You look at him from the womb. He was a wrestler from the womb. I'm sure he wanted to come first. He, he failed. So he came after Esau. Look at the name he was given. Jacob. Trickster. Swindler. 419er. I mean, how do you expect such a person to succeed? 
Even your name that you are given, crowd defines your destiny. A trickster. A 419 Can you imagine? But you see, the, that destiny of Jacob was changed. How? It was changed by honoring. Hey. By bringing venison such as his father liked. Hey. And by honoring the father. Isaac sat down. He ate. The Bible says, Jacob brought, he brought the venison. He brought the savory meat uh, made out of the venison. And, and when he ate it, and he brought him drink and he drank. When he finished, he began to pour out his heart. Yeah. He emptied his heart. <laughs> hey, he said, Come close to me, my son. Come close. Ha. 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 He said, Ha. Ha. He said, he said, he said the, the smell of my son is like a smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. Konane Kebosaya. Hey, may that be your story. <laughs> when he ate, not after fasting, oh. sometimes you say, it's when you actually eat, and that's where things happen. Yeah. I feel very powerful when you fast. Charlie, forget it. Look at Isaac. When he ate and he was full, then things began to happen. Hey, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that God has blessed. There's a smell. There's a smell of, of a field. When God places a blessing on a field, it has a certain smell. He said, I smell the smell on my son. He emptied his soul on him. Emptied. He saw came weeping and crying. He said, well, I've given everything to Isaac, to Jacob. I've given everything. Cried, verse 38 of Genesis 27. He cried. He said, oh, so, so I've been through, so not even one thing for me. Cried with tears. Hey, hey, Anna, eh? He can empty a person of, of his blessings into your life. Yeah. Isaac was emptied. The, Jacob drew, drew the blessings from him eh? with the vessel of Anna. Yeah. See there. In the wisdom of God, he has placed something in fathers. In his wisdom. You need it. I need it. Repent quickly. Some of you are enjoying your houses. Your fathers, your fathers are looking wretched. Yeah. They are looking wretched and are starving. Yeah. You take people to restaurants. You sponsor people and all that. Yet, when we go to your house, your parents are suffering. As if they are beggars. It's a curse to you. It's a curse to you. Never do that. Never do that. Eh. Never do that. One day I'll share with you about the household. What happens in the household. I'll share with that with you. And you see. <laughs> yeah. Look, there are some things that uh, when they don't happen, uh, they are foundations. When they don't have everything else that you do is useless. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's like a man who gives a lot of offering and things in church. When you go to his house, people are literally starving. Children are wretched. No good clothes to wear, nothing. School fees is a struggle to pay. Meanwhile, when they come to church, big tight and big offer. Ah, pastor, are you not a pastor? Are you not happy? Hey, stop it. I'm happy about what? 
When you do this, I expect, I expect when I come to your house, something different is happening. A blessing, not wretched home. It doesn't bring a blessing. You can bring big tithes, big offerings. It will not be a blessing to you. When your house, you are like, a, you are like an unbeliever. Any bad thing that happens to an unbeliever will happen to you. Don't worry, one day I'll share with you powerful revelations. Hallelujah. To correct your thinking, correct your life, and create a solid foundation for God to do a miracle in your life. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Everybody standing. Hallelujah. I haven't finished, but I have to close. I'm not short of words. I'm, I'm not out of words. I'm out of time. I'm, I copied it from Bishop Saki. Hallelujah. Mokaya you want to pray. You want to pray today. You want to pray today. My goodness. I, 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 I am sure you have heard something. I'm sure something has, something has struck you. I'm sure. I'm sure. Something has entered your heart. You want to pray. You want to pray. You want to pray for a father. You, some of you need to ask God for forgiveness. That you repent today. You are going to do the right thing. You are going to correct things from today. After listening to this word, you are going to call your father right away. You are going to call that brother who has played the role of a father in your life. You are going to, you are going to call that father figure and make corrections. You have to correct things. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and pray somebody. Open your mouth and pray. Marosaya koya mostaya. Oh Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, somebody is praying. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. All scripture is profitable. It's useful for correction. It's useful it's for reproof, for rebukes. It's useful for instruction. You have received the word today. Pray to God. Thank him for this word you have heard. Thank him for what you have what you have gotten to know, which you didn't know before. Thank him. Hey, some courage has entered your heart to do what is right. Thank God for that. In the name of Jesus. Are you sure you are praying? Messiah. We are talking about honoring fathers. God help me to honor Mario because it's your instruction. You gave that instruction and my honor to you is to honor my father. My honor to you is to honor my pastor. My honor to you is to honor anybody, any father figure in my life. My, my honor to 
to you is to follow this word and Anna Morosi and Tonania. Therefore, give me the courage, give me the strength, give me the ability in the name of Jesus to bring Anna, to bring Anna, to give Anna to whom Anna is due in the name of Jesus. Norosaya Kabane Kebeya. Somebody need to pray this prayer from your heart. Pray from your heart. Pray from your heart. Nerosaya. Not from your head. Not from your head. Not from your mind. Let it come from your heart. For the Bible says that keep your heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. The issues of life are the things that bring visible and tangible change in life. They proceed from the heart. I want you to pray from your heart and talk to God. Nerosaya. That from today your honor, your view of fathers has changed. Thank him that from today the way you honor fathers has changed. My goodness. Rekonanene Messiah. Ibonene Kotaya. Abane Kenyasia. Nerokea Norobokotaya. Abanorosaya Baya. I know somebody's life is changing. Narakonene Messiah. I know somebody's destiny. Your business is about to take on a new change, a new shape, a new light because of today's message. Narosaya. A blessing from an invisible source is about to come upon you because you have decided to yield to this word what is going on in your marriage is about to come to a closer because a blessing is about to be released any curse released on your marriage this blessing will neutralize it God is doing a miracle he's doing a miracle in somebody's life Oh Jesus. Hey, come on, Nekebosi Antaya. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you and bless you today. Thank you for your word. Your unadulterated word. We love it. Thank you. We are grateful. Help us to honor fathers. Hey, give us the prayer. Somebody is saying that my father is no more. How can I honor? How can I honor him? There's, there are things I should have done when he was alive. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. How can, how can I correct it? Don't worry. Do you know what you can do? Anything that you knew your father was doing, uh, do it in honor of him. Do that thing in honor of your father. Your answer has come. Your answer has come. Thank God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you praise today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for the word. Thank you for a change in our lives. Thank you for a change in our circumstances. Thank you for a change in our business, our ministries, Father. Anything that we are. Thank you for a change. Because we have decided to embrace this word. We bless your name today. In the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Why don't you shout a big amen wherever you are. God bless you for listening to this powerful word. Listen, maybe somebody invited you to join this broadcast, but you know deep down in your heart that you are not born again. I want, to, I want to lead you in a sinner's prayer today. Your life will never be the same again. It is not every, it's not every creature of God who happens to be a child of God. No. The fact that you are human doesn't make you an automatic child of God. No. The Bible said that, but as many as received him, 
to them, not to everybody, to those who received him, to them gave you power to become. You need power to become what you are not. And to become a child of God, a son of God, or a daughter of God, there's a power you need. That power is given to you when you receive Jesus. <laughs> John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believed on his name. Today you want to believe on his name. Today you want to become a child of God. Uh, it's not everybody or those who receive him. Today you want to be one of the people who is receiving Jesus and, and becoming a child of God, a son of God or a daughter of God for that for that matter. You want me to pray with you? I want you to pray this prayer. I want everybody to join us in this prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you this beautiful day with all my heart. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary. He shed his blood because of my sins. He washed my sins away by the blood he shed. Today, I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Today, I surrender my life to Jesus. From today, I confess I belong to Jesus. Say, Father, thank you for saving me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow.